0: on fm on dab and up to date on social media we are radio newark radio newark Newark sport brought to you with smith's timber merchants for all your fencing decking and diy needs on appleton gate newark visit smithstimber.co.uk It's the first time I've ever had to lock the studio
1: door so the guests don't escape. She's that nervous, but I'm sure everything's going to be all right. Becky Clift and Tom Stimson discuss Run and Talk, a wonderful initiative from the Newark Striders. And we bring yellow and orange together. Isn't that sweet? As we talk to Not Fast Dave. You are listening to the renowned Radio Newark Sport. (laughs) And what a piece of music to play tonight. <laughs> Highlighted the Athletics weekend was the performance of Chloe Hubbard. Not for the first time at the Midlands Cross Country Championships held at Royal Leamington Spa. Despite an early fall in the race, Chloe ran tremendously to finish in sixth place. The highest ever finished by a Newark AC senior athlete in the Midlands Championships. What a fantastic achievement. Newark's Veterans Footballers lost their top of the table clash at Mansfield, and it looks like now they're going to have to contend with runners up spot. We'll brush over the score 7 0. No luck either for Newark Tennis Club as the mixed team lost the to home for Sutton in Ashfield. Philip Murray and Katrina Dines made a winning start, but the momentum was lost as our locals ended up losing by six points. thought I'd play a bit of music after last night Zoe Codd returned after last week's illness to finish 35th in the combined women's race and second overall in the female veterans under 40 category in the latest round of the Knots and Links Cycrocross League at Chilwell I bet that was fun on Sunday in the veterans men's race New Castle Cycling Club's James Storr finished 75th out of 108 finishers Lowfields failed a late pitch inspection, meaning that the League Cup quarter-final against Reniff will now be played next Tuesday. Are you nodding? You're not nodding. Probably won't be played next Tuesday. Newark Table Tennis Club have made the perfect start to the Winter First League Series with two victories and maximum points. Now, it may be bleak midwinter out there. It's freezing. It's dark. It's awful. But tonight's the night. Collingham Cricket Club start their pre-season nets in the indoor nets at Welbeck. There you go. Summer is just around the corner. Keep telling yourself that, Tony, and I'm sure one day
2: you'll be right. This weather's all right. It's not. It, 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 I come from Bradford. i will be outside be on, in the deck chairs with knotted dankies on head. Yeah, it's not. P- perfect weather.
1: Talking to Gary Edgington at the weekend, and we were talking about summer Saturday afternoons at Dale Field, and I can't wait. 26% possession, two shots on goal, and you end up beating what is supposedly the best team in the world. Do you think Roachie knows how Pep feels? Or do you think Pep knows how Roachie feels? <laughs> I wonder how Phil Foden feels. Because you said, you was gutted at the weekend with that flow serve result, and I said, Tony, it happens in football. There you go. One of the biggest games out there. And it's just happened again.
2: Yeah, but it's just happened again to Manchester City, like it did when Crystal Palace went to um, their place. And um, I think he's just handed the uh, title on a plate to Liverpool. His excuse was, we scored too early. What? Have you heard all the things he's been... All the lovely, lovely things he's been saying about Phil Foden? And then he leaves him on the bench. When
1: there's ten minutes to go... The greatest manager the world has ever known, Brian Clough, <laughs> always, always played his strongest team. End of conversation. If Phil Foden's in form, you play him.
2: Surely. Oh, no, the the uh, <coughs> the, the, the greatest manager the world has ever seen... No, he's not. ...on the lasted 44 days at the Champions. But anyway... Yes, because he was used to football inside. But basically, um, the... Um, not a bunch of thugs.
1: Look... only won the championship by foggery. right
2: carry on i won't interrupt well you can as long as you don't talk rubbish but the thing is that um that that last last night was a perfect example of why pep guardiola isn't as good as everybody says he is because he balled it last night and he can't do that when you're in the title race
1: what amuses me more than anything is that you know, at four o'clock yesterday afternoon, Rafa was leaving, Newcastle yeah. was doomed, there wasn't signing anybody, the world was coming to an end, which it would do up there, quite honestly, because they have the best supporters, full stop. At quarter to eight or eight o'clock, whenever it kicked off, 24 seconds into the game, it even got worse, didn't it? Mm. But since then, you beat the champions, you're going to break your record... <coughs> signing on fee, and there's two more coming as well, and all of a sudden, Rafa's going to sign a new contract, and everything in the Garden's rosy. But the best tweet I saw all day is that Mike Ashley spent the day at Passport Control at Newcastle Airport trying to turn people away. We won last night, we don't need you.
2: Well, judging by the way things turned round, (coughs) I would imagine Mike Ashley was gagged in a cupboard.
3: (laughs) I mean, it was incredible.
2: absolutely incredible and and how wonderful for the club because it is as you say uh it has supporters who are up there amongst the top one and also for a football club they're just a wonderful wonderful set up there and, and and they don't deserve what's happened to them over the last number of years because of the idiot that's in charge of them yeah but um, you know honestly see. the um, last night if if it, If I was in the big market last night, I would have been partying with the best of them because that was a fantastic result. Not only a fantastic result for Newcastle, but a fantastic result for football. Has United scored again? Because I understand the game was still being
1: played at about 10 past 10 until the score of the equaliser. 30 time. Yeah, (laughs) something's never changing football. No, no, it's this uh... Very quickly, before I I bring this um, young lady, our guest, in, in tonight... Neil Lennon, who is not on your Christmas card list, and and never has been, has left Hibernium as head coach, but he's not been dismissed, and he's not resigned, but he's left. Mm. Neil Aspen has left Port Vale, Yeah, but he didn't want to go, and the chairman didn't want him to go, but they've agreed he should
2: go. I get confused easily nowadays... Well, well, it's an age thing, Mick. Don't worry, love. It'll soon be eight o'clock. But the, um, the, 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 we know a a tiny, tiny amount of what goes on in football. We only know what we're allowed to know, and um, you know what's gone off at Port Vale. What's gone off at Hibernian? There must be. It must be like an iceberg there's a massive amount amount of detail below the surface in 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 both camps i'm sure
1: well if there ever was a titanic it's neil lennon
2: yeah i mean he really is a bit of a loose cannon that lad isn't he
1: he is right let's do what we do best and start going and start talking local this is the moment that uh a certain somebody's been waiting for Newt <laughs> <laughs> Newark Striders have D- recently... Dad, explain th- the bucket?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it might be needed, yeah.
1: Newt Striders have... Um, back to the script i've recently (laughs) appointed a new position of a new committee position of welfare officer and that person is tom simpson and we're going to get to tom in a few minutes and becky clift is the newly voted ladies captain for the 2019 club captain and they're both here to make their sport hq debuts like we always do because we're gentlemen we are ladies go first um club (laughs) captain so let's find out a bit more about becky clift becky um are you a new girl
3: no i'm from hull originally so i moved to newark uh back in 2010 now so i haven't been in newark that long i suppose
1: okay why is your mic not working that's better It's working. <laughs> um let's try again just move a little bit closer to it. so you're another one from yorkshire but you're issuing, yeah. you're issuing the nice part of yorkshire
3: what Hull nice part that's not what most people say
1: yeah, he comes from bradford oh
3: yeah definitely nicer <laughs> than bradford there you go <laughs> <laughs> there
2: is there is a book uh, just a tangent here there's a book written by a guy called Bill Bryson uh, called Notes from a Small Island. Yes. And Chapter 8 is all about Bradford. And the intro, the first paragraph of Chapter 8 is Bradford was built so everywhere else looks good.
3: <laughs> 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 Carry
1: on. So, um, <laughs> when did you move to Newark?
3: 2010.
1: 2010, and the reasons for coming to this wonderful town?
3: I was a really mature uh, young adult at that point in my life, so um, I was in a long-distance relationship with my now-husband... Uh, we were i was living in hull he was in litchfield we thought we might get a job in the midlands newark was between lincoln and nottingham so we moved to newark really okay invincible. well that,
1: that um, yeah yeah well that's um has <laughs> been spot on actually you're about halfway so that yeah. was absolutely spot on when did you find the striders
3: the so striders i joined striders in 2016 in september um and it's the best thing i have ever done it's just changed my life. Um, I've made friends for life, but also just physically, mentally, it's been fantastic for me. It's for me, in my opinion, it's the best club going around here.
1: It. It, it most certainly is. Just you'll have to use that microphone because I don't know it's not showing up on these mics at all. So can we just use that one? And I'll have a play with that one in the break and see if we can make something of it. Um, Tony, you need to turn it round No, No, turn the whole thing round. Tony, come on. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that's it. We'll get there in a minute, right? Becky, say hello to me. Hello. That's Betty. If he wasn't nervous enough, you are now, aren't you?
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm about to eat right. it. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. So Striders is, is the is is the best thing that's ever happened.
3: Yeah, it's incredible. It they are such a supportive club. um Like I say, I've made friends for life within that club, um, and it's just changed my social life. Moving to Newark as an adult, how do you make friends as an adult? It's really hard. Um, but now with Striders, I can say I've got friends for life, and it, it's, they're just fantastic, a phenomenal club.
1: And that's—I mean, they, when they they won the special award yeah. at, at the at, that, at the sports awards, because we had to, they had to win something because of what they achieved. You know, they, they really had to be recognised. And we're going to talk about um, the talk and run and the mental health aspects in in um, in a few minutes, but. Um, so in a very short time, you have gone from joining Striders to um, being Mrs. Captain. Yeah. Do they have to call you Mom or something then?
3: Captain, no. Do they have to call you Captain? No, captain, do really. call captain? <laughs> no, come whatever they like.
1: <laughs> so what does Captain of the Ladies entail?
3: Well, at the minute, it's really early doors. So um, Stephen Padgett, Paget and I are due to meet on Sunday uh, in a couple of weeks to start putting some planning in place. Um, but basically, it's about being a voice for the members Um, So what do members want from the club that we're not doing? What do they like that we are doing and we could do a bit more of? Um, How can we support our members um, when they're injured so they can stay in touch with the club? Um, Supporting events, so going down to park run and volunteering, running as well. um, Pacing people, so say somebody wants to do a 10k and they've never achieved sub an hour before and that's something they really want to do, that's something that we're happy to do as captains. just about being there for our members um, and making sure they're getting out of the club what they want to get out of the club.
1: It's going to be hard, isn't it? Because how do you follow 2018, really? How do you? It's a very good question.
3: They set that bar high. It's it's a bit
1: of a poison challenge, this year. (laughs) You you can be captain, but uh, look at this medal we've just won.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was talking to Donna last night. So Donna was the uh, female captain last year. Um, And Donna started last year with an injury, and as you've noticed me coming in in my crutches today, I've developed an injury, so we've decided that there is a curse of the female captain, and whoever gets it starts January with an injury, so good luck to whoever gets it next year.
1: (laughs) So did you um, injure yourself striders-wise then, or?
3: No, well I don't really know, I woke up and my foot was swollen. And then from there, it's developed into a sprain. So uh, who knows what happened? I wish I had a more well, exciting story you. You be quiet. You be you.
1: quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Say nothing. No, don't. <laughs> What's your running, Paris? And are you um, are, are, are you in the marathon team yet? Or did where, Manchester- Where's Becky got to in running? I did
3: Manchester Marathon last year. Um, I am signed up for Paris Marathon this year. Um, and fingers crossed I can still get my training in to do that because I can't run at the minute. I can barely walk at the minute.
1: So so when is Paris?
3: It's in April. Yes, don't do that to me. Yeah. So, so
1: How long do the doctors say you're going to be... They said
3: if it's no better in two weeks, that's a week on Wednesday, uh, I need to go back. So we'll, we'll see.
1: Does it feel better?
3: N- not overly. Oh Small progress.
1: Small, ah, Small progress. Small progress. Progress, that's all that matters, progress. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters um parish i should think that's that's just a bit of a stunning one i know and an excuse for a romantic weekend
3: well it's about 20 striders going so it ain't going to be that romantic is it?
1: <laughs> it depends how you look at it
3: <laughs> yeah we're all really looking forward to it Well, <laughs> no, the a
1: bradford boy's just figured it out <laughs> so
3: you've got
1: 20 we've got 20 striders it's about 20, running the yeah
3: between 15 and 20 <laughs> Mm-hmm. um so Excellent. yeah really what, what was your
1: that. manchester time
3: uh four forty eight something
1: nothing wrong with that
3: yeah no i was pleased with that first marathon really and
1: and, that. and had you gone from a run, total running novice when you come to striders then
3: when i joined striders i'd got myself up to 5k so i'd started running um in may of 2016 outrun may and i started i couldn't even get to the lamppost at the end of my street It was shocking. I was so unfit. I woke up hungover, basically, is what happened. Um, And I thought, there's got to be more to life than waking up hungover every weekend. Um, I was on Facebook, as you are, as you're hungover in bed. Um, An outrun May popped up. And I thought, let's do this. Let's do something for charity. So I ran the course of a marathon over the month of May in that year. Um, Got injured over the course of that month as well. um, And then gradually built myself up to 5k and did that by September, at which point I felt like I could join a running club because I was anxious about joining one beforehand um had I known step into striders existed that would have been completely different because that is an amazing initiative again that striders have an offer at the moment um for people who are building up from couch to 5k
1: you can see why she's captain can't, can't you yeah. Yeah. B- yeah a bit of a plug.
3: plugging as well you know a bit of a on yeah. words there
1: so we've all we've all, <laughs> we've already found out she's injury prone
3: <laughs> i am <laughs> yeah
2: He's, he's like soldiers in Paris. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're, not, we,
1: we, we're, not, we're not going into Paris. We're not going in. It, 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 I don't know
3: it, what I was nervous about with you two.
1: <laughs> it can only go, go down downhill, sure. a conversation about 20 striders in Paris.
3: Headline
1: writers, he dreaming it. If any of the other 19 striders are listening, just send us a message and tell us. Um,
3: <laughs> you might get more signing up now. <laughs> exactly,
1: they're all going. <laughs> <laughs> marathon? What marathon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is that what the whole year should is, is, is geared up? because when you do marathons I mean, okay there's the there's the adam oldens of this world which seems to do a marathon every couple every of day. days but most people would that will be their <coughs> their year
3: yeah yeah uh it would for most people this year i'm being a bit crazy hopefully um and doing race to the tower in june as well so that is it's classed as Naltra, it's two marathons over two days um over the cotswolds way so there's quite a lot of elevation in that um, and some of the strides are so Jackie Jackson, Kate Driscoll, Nigel Driscoll, um, Mark Jackson. They're doing race to the tower, but they're doing that distance in one day. Uh, so two marathons in one day. So this has actually got them. to
1: captain. She goes running with Jackie Jackson. <laughs> 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 now we know the truth. Now you know. Now we know. The now you truth. know the bribery. <laughs> right, we're going to change from olin- um, orange, even orange to yellow, and um, catch it. We're not fast, Dave. And then we're going to come back to orange, and this is going to get confusing before I've finished. Okay, we're going to go from orange as I said to yellow and we're going to talk to Not Fast Dave. Now I don't know if Not Fast Dave has remembered or not, but I've got it written down. <laughs> so I've remembered. We set him a task this time last week because he was bragging to us about a Not Fast member who was running in China, which is absolutely fantastic. I want to know what Not, how do you say Not Fast in Chinese? Good evening, Dave.
0: Evening mate. I was hoping you wouldn't have remembered that. Um but I do know and it's at Bukwai. So not fast is Bukwai in traditional um Mandarin. There you go, so I did my homework.
1: Good lad. Bukwai, you be a bit careful now telling people telling us where people run. <laughs> Bukwai, so, yeah. Bukwai. There you go, that's not fast in Mandarin. You learn something new every night on there this radio show. <laughs>
2: um
1: it was. Last weekend, by all accounts, a fairly quiet week for all the running clubs, apart from uh, Newer KC, who had the um, um, Midlands Championships to go to. This coming week, I think, is going to be exactly the opposite. But um, I'll let you talk us through what happened last week and what you're expecting to happen this week.
0: Lovely, thank you, mate. Yeah, so it was a relatively quiet one. I think it's the post-Christmas hump where... Everyone's feeling a little bit low and they're just waiting for February, March to come in. So really, we had 47 club members over seven different parklands. We had Debbie Hardy, Simon Loggs, Arna Perry and Mike Manley getting personal bests. Um, and then on Sunday, we had just the three members at the Clumber Trust 10K. Now, for those that don't know, that's a, a monthly free 10-kilometer run hosted at Clumber Park by the National Trust. So we had Alexander Comby in one hour seven forty, Madeline Comby in one hour eleven oh one, and Joel Folkes in one hour twelve thirty-five. So like Striders and the other clubs, it has been quiet, but we've got the um we've got the cross country, East Midlands cross country coming up on Sunday and that's at Colic Woods in Nottingham. Now I did that last year and it's it's one I'm looking forward to. It's muddy, it's hilly, it's hard. It's usually freezing cold and, if not, snowing. Um, so it's going to be a fun cross-country run. I say fun with a pinch of salt. It's going to be a challenging cross-country run. Um, but hopefully hopefully, it should be a good one with a good turnout from all the clubs um, in the East Midlands.
1: I think you're probably right. and It is going to be a, a cracking weekend to come. And it is probably right that you all had a weekend off. Or yes, most of you yes. had a weekend off last weekend. few once in a while, because you, you're going to you're, you're going to be very busy again this time round. Indeed, indeed. If, Dave, it's a bit of a short one tonight, but um, that's the way it is. Some weeks um, you've got lots to tell us. Other weeks, there's not that much on the horizon. I take it you're all out training though.
0: Uh, I'm actually currently at the Prince Rupert pub at the minute, just <laughs> having a, uh, a drink. Um, so I'm certainly training, but not for running.
1: Well, if you've got cake there as well, I'd call that not fast training.
0: Oh, uh, there might be a slice afterwards.
1: <laughs> you enjoy your pint, Dave.
0: Lovely, thank you. Okay, Nick.
1: thanks. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so he's out training at the Prince Rupert. Well, that's <laughs> fair enough how you can't, you, you, you really can't, um, knock it, can, can you? Um... What do you do on a quiet weekend then becky for for running because it was a quiet weekend
3: a quiet weekend for running it? it was a quiet weekend uh, we did have chris craig though down at the uh, trust 10k at columba um so she was one of our striders out racing at the weekend um otherwise what do we do on a weekend everything everybody else does we go out training uh, we do at striders like the pub quite a lot and you will find us down at the pub after a run um and there's also all the striders admin that goes on behind the scenes so if you think about run and talk um this weekend i was doing some of the e-learning ready for that when we um, do some of our next initiatives so there's always something going on behind the scenes as
1: well the most certainly is the most certainly is and we're going to give up on that mic completely <laughs> it, it's picking you up but it's not it's it's, 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 it's not, not picking you up um, brilliantly um right what we do now um this is the bit this is the bit i forgot to tell you what what we do now is um i've got a um bit of a story to read out and um then i want your opinion and i want tom's opinion and i want tony's opinion the only problem that you've got is it's all about cricket oh Oh, dear (laughs) so well done tom um well it's it it, it's cricket but let me read it out and then i'm going to ask you a question at the end because this is what we call our one minute opinion Criticism of the West Indies by former England players has been borderline disrespectful, says the West England cricket chief. West Indies bowled out England for 77 to set up that 381 run win inside four days in the first test in Barbados. ex rounder Andrew Flintoff said the world's gone mad after West Indies captain Jason Alder made 202 and the former test batsman Sir Geoffrey Boycott describes the host... Before the series, as very ordinary, average cricketers. And before the series, that's exactly what they was. The chairman of the West Indies Board said, Criticism of our players and suggestions that they are not world class is unfair. They are dedicated. We've got 11 cricketers here and many more in the region who want to play test cricket. So, my question is...
0: This is Radio Newark Sport...
1: Quite simply, should the press have a right to criticise sports people? And does it sometimes go over the top? Which could quite easily lead into our next subject, which is mental illness. Because if anybody, on one hand, you're a professional sports person, so they're saying, OK, you set yourself up to take the stick. But if anybody has a go at you and it gets into your mind you're a human being more than a professional sports person so are the do the press have a right to go right over the top like they do
3: i suppose freedom of speech yes they have a right to go over the top but in terms of the impact on the athlete and the person that can be really phenomenal on your own confidence Um, and it can impact your performance negatively moving forward as well i'd say i don't know what you think tom
1: yeah, hang on, hang on. We need to we, we need to Sorry. play music musical microphones tonight. I'm afraid because um, it's not it's not working. My Tom. First of all, Tom, welcome to Radio Newick. Um, b- a little bit belated, but um, the captain has been hogging the mic. Yes, he
4: was <laughs> really brilliant. Thanks, Tom.
1: Tom, your your opinion on professional sports? Well, on on what the the press say.
4: The problem with this is it was a little bit counterproductive because if Sir, Sir Geoffrey Boycott is an expert but he fired them up they were, we picked the wrong team and it was counterproductive to us because they battered well and Baldwell, didn't they? But I really don't think, as Becky said, you should really be so critical of high-performing sports people. I
1: think you're absolutely totally right. When we're, we're trying our best to get Becky's mic fixed here, so while, while we just do that, and before we come to Tony's opinion on, on all of, of, of all that, all our shows are podcast, as you know. Um, this is how you can listen to the podcast.
0: Radio Newark, the home of Newark Sport. Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8pm, with Mick and Tony. Newark, the home of newark sport missed one of our shows don't forget you can check out the podcasts and get the very latest sports news daily on our website at radionewark.co.uk
1: okay while well, we had a um a play with the mics it's um tony was having to think of what his answer's going to be <laughs> and, that, and, and, and that is always a worry
2: yeah is it picking it up on the mic now yeah is that okay yeah, but basically what happens with the press is that they build up the England football team so that they can simply get more headlines and more paper sales by knocking them as a result of their bad performance. And with the West Indian cricketers, they were made to look absolutely a shambles. And uh, and then it's great headlines, panning England for not being able to compete with what has been portrayed as a load of rubbish.
1: You're most, cert- you're most certainly right, but I, I do think there's a that there's definitely a limit to to where you can there's definitely a limit to where you can go and um sometimes they they go over that limit right um let's talk run and talk now which is the initiative from the newark striders um last year that we which proved so popular and something that we've been wanting in newark for a long time somebody had to take take it on to do it as captain first of all becky just remind everybody what run and talk is all about
3: okay so run and talk is a national initiative um trying to help people link the benefits of exercise running um to mental health um to improving their self-esteem how they might feel in themselves physically mentally building up social networks um and you've tried one of the many clubs in the country who've started that run and talk initiative like you say we launched in october um, and our first event was really well attended. We had 36 participants at that event. Um, some of those came for a walk. Some of them came for a run because we did one mile loops um, around Vanden. Um And it was just fantastic seeing people who um, don't always come out exercising um, and socially building up those links, talking about mental health, removing some of that stigma around mental health um, and building up confidence around exercise and its benefits.
1: So that's where we got to at Christmas, and at, at the age when you, you was elevated to um, boss position, but um, Tom Tom joined the committee as um, as welfare officer, and Tom as welfare officer. And I would have thought the the talk and run is something that's very close to your heart, and you want that to be a success. And you're basically monitoring this to make sure it is a success and works.
4: Well, that's right, I mean, last year I was not very well, I got quite anxious, I was poorly and I didn't really run. I got back into running after Christmas to these wonderful people like Becky and Kath and all the people like... Duncan at New York Park Run and I was honoured when they asked me to come on the committee to oversee runners' welfare, well um you know, if anyone's feeling anxious, they can talk to us and we would know a, a process to get people healed and using running but as we said talking and that's what we do, isn't it? Only last week I was not through well again physically was running brilliantly but himself was not well. So talked to Becky and it all seemed good again, so it's probably why I'll be quite
1: good at it. We spoke last night. Our guest in the studio that night was a young lady called Amy Hunt, by the name of Amy Hunt. She's sixteen years old, and she's just won her first England senior vest sixty meter sprint at the weekend. So she's running in England colours and everything is perfect everything but she told me a story last night that last year she couldn't get a pb down and you're talking about tenths of a second here right you you're talking about a tenth of a second and she wanted that pb to come down and it wouldn't come down and she got more and more stressed before an event and it just didn't happen and she sat down with mum and dad in the end and had a long chat about it and the chat was basically you know it will happen it doesn't matter don't you know de-stress just talk to somebody after the chat she went out on the next one and took two tenths of a second off of p best <laughs> so the point is this talk can affect anybody in any any scope can't it tony and I, I, I know um you yourself um, freely admit you, you've been to dark places and it, it
2: helped you to talk. Yeah, I mean, the difference is, like, if you, if you break a leg, then people give you crutches and people will see you on crutches with a broken leg and go, ''Oh, poor you, how are you doing?'' If you if you've got if you got if you got, got a, a stop men- creeping round the captain. <laughs> <laughs> not no, I meant really poorly creeping. <laughs> but I mean, if, if if you've got mental issues, then your crutches might be a conversation, a random conversation. Your crutches might be on the end of a telephone, or your crutches might be something you hear on a radio show in a, in an idle moment. And, and basically, um, that is why, you know, it's so, it, it's, it's such an awkward situation to be in because nobody understands apart from those people who happen to have been through the same hell as you. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a very, very <clears throat> difficult thing to, um, to, to discuss with somebody who doesn't know what they're on about. Because, like, sort of, I was on holiday, a dream holiday in Sorrento. Uh, for two weeks with my wife absolutely fantastic the, the scenes were glorious the, the, the holiday was superb and throughout the entire two weeks I was racked with anxi- anxiety attacks and I'm, I'm not um, dissing my wife when I say this but she was going what the hell's wrong with you pull yourself together and you just can't You know, it's, it's just a very very dark place you're in in paradise and it was just weird I booked a dream holiday once, but the wife ended up coming. Um, (laughs) Becky, it's not
1: just a question of run and talk, is it? You you have, and some of the members of Striders have been away, not for counselling themselves, but to learn how to be counsellors.
3: Yeah, so at the moment we have um, five mental health champions, not counsellors, but five mental health champions, um, who are volunteers within Striders. So there's me, there's Tom, um, Jess, Holly, um, and Louie. Um, so we're all working, um, as part of England Athletics and Time to Talk Run to Talk initiative is mental health champions with Striders at the Minute volunteering for them. Um, and that is about having those conversations. Like we've just been saying, um, we've all had our own experiences with mental health, whether that be anxiety, stress, other things people might not want me to say live on the radio um and just having somebody you can talk to while you're out on a run or even afterwards if you're injured and you're out and you just want to go for a coffee um it can really help people and make a difference we can signpost people onto other services um so at parkrun um this saturday um the champions are heading down to parkrun to promote um time to talk because that is the initiative in february this year and on the 7th of february um (laughs) we have time to talk day um and at quarter to seven from Fernwood Village Hall we'll be doing um, a time to talk, run, walk however people want to approach it and that is open to anybody Um, they just need to go onto the Run Together website um, to register for that run and again we're doing mile loops Um, so if you want to come and walk a mile if you want to come and run a mile, jog a mile if you just want to come and join us at the pub afterwards to say hello, um, please come and join us
1: I'll see you at the pub Um, (laughs) 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 Tom, I mean Striders have gone from a running club to something a little bit special, haven't they? Because it, they're now encompassing people who may need help, may, just, may, may, because they may may just want somebody to talk to, because there's a lot of people out there that's very lonely and can go all day and talk to nobody. Right.
4: There are lots of people who do t- not the help they need Um, part of my road to being better was being a Striders member and after Christmas when I got back into it I realised what I'd missed I went for a while not running, not training and that made me feel kind of anxious and people like Becky and Padge, my wife Lynn said go go just go and walk and then like I I went and I had a run and the kind of endorphins yeah. is it in the mind kick yeah. kick in and the next day I was looking for new running shoes on the net, and I would not bought a new pair for a year or so, because I was kind of anxious that I wasn't good enough. But today, Newark, I bought a new pair.
1: There you go, and that, that's proof, that's proof in itself that... Uh the, 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 the whole initiative of lady captain you, you must be so proud
3: tom is an inspiration to so many striders you hear people saying it and tom might not realize it or might not acknowledge it himself but so many people say it um and he's just done incredibly over the last year um, and so many of us are just so happy to see him back because he is a real real true member of the club and he's a true friend to so many people there
1: a lot of people say things about me and tony but we won't we won't go into,
3: <laughs> <laughs> we won't go down that
1: line <laughs> um back with um back with tony because i know this is something that is very close to your heart tony and do you want to um to champion it a little bit
2: yeah, I mean, I, I obviously um, Becky will appreciate this as as a fellow uh, Yorkshire woman. I can't understand buying new things, but yes, we'll but from the
1: nice part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> new shoes, my god! But um, but basically, yeah. I mean, when I was uh, growing up in Bradford at the age of three, my mum went into what I've never never been allowed to call a loony bin although the padded wallpaper should have been a bit of a clue. But, um, you know, and then later in life she, she died in a hospital because she never really came to terms with facing up to life. And so uh, mental health has always been something that's been very prevalent in our, in our family. And, and anxiety uh, and, and everything that goes with it is something that's always really affected me. And so basically what I did to get over it was, was, was turn to alcohol and uh, Becky was saying there that she turned to running um, because of a hangover, waking up with a hangover. Which obviously, but if, if, she, if she got a hangover, she obviously wasn't doing it right. But, um, but, but basically, um, when I left the advertiser, somebody said, um, what are you doing now, Tony? And I said, I'm working for Betterwear because Lucy says, all you've got to do is you've got to find a job that pays for your beer money. And somebody said, my God, where's you round? Half of Northern Europe? And, and, and so basically I w- went into um, alcohol in, 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 in a great and thorough way. But when um, <clears throat> the, the, the thing that turned me around was that my granddaughter was going to be born in 10 days and also I had a really bad day on the anxiety front, got absolutely smashed and it made no difference whatsoever. The feelings were still there and it was still a horrible day despite spending a heck of a lot of money, as a Yorkshire lad, on on, on on beer. And so I thought, well, if this isn't working, something else has got to work. And so I thought, well, with me granddaughter being born in 10 days' time, or due in 10 days' time, I can't be puddled at home when suddenly we get a phone call at 3 in the morning and I've got to make an emergency dash to a hospital somewhere. And so I packed in, and that was about 112, 113 days ago, and I've not gone back because my life has been transformed by not drinking, and so, my, my knees these days are absolutely um, th- through doing a heck of a lot of running, including two London marathons and all the rest of it. Stop bragging! And that's, it's, 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 it's it's not bragging. It's just you know I've been up Everest and I like to tell it. Yeah, but you yeah. know it's just caught um, the bus run first. But, <laughs> but but basically my knees are now. Um, I'm trying to think of a polite word for radio, but buggered not is the po- un- <laughs> not poor <lady. laughs> But 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 buggered is the only one that does but it. But I'm, I'm, st- I'm, I'm gonna stop you. But, but but just to go back to We're Tom on late. Just, just to go back to Tom, the endorphins and the natural adrenaline that the body gets from running I can sadly no longer do. But in my w- personal world, giving up alcohol has given me back that that this this day's glorious. Get out of bed you like Tigger Day. And so, yeah. There you are, folks. It's the 30th of January and we've had a, we've had a sermon
1: from Mr Smith and he didn't mention flow serve once. That, <laughs> now, you see, that proves he must be being serious. The point I would like to make, though, both to Tom and to Becky, is that Tony's told you he's had problems and you wouldn't, you know, that's Tony Smith, that's... Everybody knows who Tony Smith is. No nope, problems, he's got no problems. Amy eluded last night that she'd had... You know anxiety problems let's put it like that anxiety problems because you couldn't get that pb down there's not a sort of a stamp for that person is there? you know there really isn't and that does it make life difficult for you guys or knowing what to say and who to help i don't know how do you work it you
3: work it by talking to people um well people people if that makes sense um, and you just you understand people like so I'm um, I, I suppose the job I work in I'm a social worker um, a lot of the training I've done helps me um, understand what's going on for people read body language things like that and you're just just talking to people and being a human being and just being a relationship-centered person and caring about people um, so no I don't think it does make it difficult because you're just being a human. And at the end of the day, there isn't a label. Everybody is a human. Everybody is a person, and we're all the same, but with our own unique qualities.
1: More from Tom and from Becky in a couple of minutes' time, and uh, we're also going to tell you how to get older and how to get down to this striders Because, um believe me, everybody is welcome. Okay, so if you want to sort of get involved um, in, in in this, I mean, this is a program for sports people, and that's what I expect to be listening to this this show. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a footballer or a cricketer or, or whatever you are. If you want to talk to somebody on a friendly one-to-one basis, don't feel there's nobody out there because there is somebody out there and it's called the Newark Striders. Becky, um how and when and who and where?
3: Out when who were some big questions. Um, Tape. so I ask all the odd questions when anytime. So Newark Striders is, o- is open to anyone anytime. Um, you can contact us on Facebook. Um, we've got an email address which I believe is nstriders at gmail.com. There's also the website available. Um, come down to Parkrun this weekend, Saturday at nine o'clock. Um, mental health champions will be there. I'll be barcode scanning if people want to talk to me. Tom's marshalling. Um, and like I say, 7th of February. Uh, 6.45, Fernwood Village Hall. We're doing our time to talk run um, and then, we'll walk. After that, we're we'll going to the Tawny Owl pub if people just want to come and say hello then and learn a bit more about Striders Sports and what we're doing.
1: Pub. Yes, yeah. you're right, Tom. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but that, I mean, I mean, we joke with Not fashion, we joke with Striders about the cake and the pub, but Tony and I sort of, when we saw our reminiscence that in the olden days you went to a football match and, and all the footballers sat around <coughs> the table in the bar till probably ten o'clock at night and everybody went home slightly the worse for drink, but it was so sociable it was lovely. And nowadays more often than not they've gone twenty minutes after the game's finished and it it it, it doesn't work like that. Striders are not fast are almost a throwback to how we knew that sports clubs was because. In those days, it was called sports and social clubs because that social side is is so important.
3: Yeah, it is. It's a big, big part of the club. I mean, sometimes I think you could call us a drinking club and we do a bit of running. (laughs) (laughs) We have mentioned that in the past, yes. (laughs) yes. Somebody
2: said it was a, a uh, dr- Tony. You need to, even you need a mic. So, somebody said it was a, a drinking club with a running
1: problem. Yeah, <laughs> you could say that I too that, I think that was Graham, wasn't it? Graham once told us that it was the was it the equinox, the Bingham Equinox, uh, the the uh, the Beaver equinox how he was taking it so seriously, <laughs> and the rest of you was sort of... Um,
3: With our cans of gin in a tin. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: And he was explaining how serious he was taking it. <laughs>
3: yeah, he was. Very serious compared to the rest of and us. And he
1: was the only one that was being serious.
3: <laughs> Some people had a gin uh, between laps, so, yeah. Well,
1: why not? How the, nice. The social side, Tom, for you, is that is that important?
3: I mean, it's
4: ri- really important. Like, um... Becky said it's friends for life. I joined, I believe, five years ago when I couldn't have run before. I was this fat um, lad. And then suddenly I had trainers and I was doing part run and socialising with really fit people. And they were saying, oh, you could do it a marathon thankfully that madness is gone but I can always um, run park run um, run with Becky to the pub (laughs) and um, enjoy myself and I'm not very fast I'm officially
1: Strider's slowest man the 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 other thing, and there's a cracking point that you made there, Tom. Just Tom, Tony, just um, there's, there's, there's a cracking point there because when he says "fat lad," and you turn the microphone around to me? Yes, yes yeah. When when Tony was in, when when Tony was in his A day as as a journalist, black and white, before dead. I brought him down a peg or two. When Tony was in his A day, um, I've completely lost the track here. <laughs> <laughs> It was all about being the best. You had to be the best at football. You had to be the best at cricket. You had to be the best at running. It was competitive. Everything was competitive. Now, he'll tell you he's a Yorkshire lad, and you should be competitive. I'm not disagreeing with that, but one of the many things that's came into sport, the two great things that's come into sport, is one, people do it now because they like it, and it doesn't matter if you don't win. And people also do it now This awful, I am disabled, I can't do sport, forget it. Because sport should encompass everybody, including the less fortunate, because I hate the word disabled.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I said this before, and, and Mick really took up on it, that, you know, 20, 30 years ago at the Advertiser, if a disabled person did something, that would go on the news pages. Ooh, they're disabled, aren't they clever? They've done that. In a really condescending, patronising way. It wouldn't make the sports pages because it was disabled people. They're you not know, part of us sports people, you know, over there, you lot. And nowadays, it's all in one and all encompassing. And that is so much progress in the world as a whole and the way that the world looks upon those less fortunate, whatever. And I, I, I just think that is superb. But it's, it's, it's. I. My my eldest daughter was at school at the um, sports day, and uh, and she came home with the medal. I said, "Wow, you got a medal! But what, what, what was that for?" She went, "Everybody got one for taking part." And I like, "No, oh my God, no, you can't have that. You know, <laughs> take that medal back if you didn't win it." But 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 now, having got into the Radio Newark side of things, and a more gentler approach to life and sport. It's true. If if people take part, that is half the battle. It don't matter who's at the front. So, Tom, it really doesn't
1: matter if you're coming home in a PB for a part run of seventeen minutes, or if you're coming home, from <laughs> <Me? a laughs> or if you're coming home for a PB in a part run of forty-seven minutes. It doesn't give a jot, does it?
4: Um, not for me.
1: I'm a bit of an expert at going
4: slowly. <laughs> um, last couple of weeks what I've done that's good is ran with the SIS group so we do step in striders and they do say four minutes walk, three minutes run and I've been with them and I said I'm here to help but really I've needed the help and the benefit I've got from running with them, run walk, is immense. But, you know, you can do, what do we say, an hour, 5K, or 20-minute 5K, and it's still
1: three miles.
4: Yeah. Isn't it, 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 you know, no.
1: it, it's not... It's great to come first. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying you shouldn't try to come first. It's great, but it doesn't matter if you don't, does it, Becky?
3: It does not, and I think there's a bit of a craze at the minute where there's a competition to try and come last. Um, <laughs> so some I'm people I'm in races I'm now do try to come last.
1: for me. We could start again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been fantastic talking to you both because this is Newark people because you are now. We've sort of grabbed you from yorkshire and, and turned you i'm adopted yeah. too, you're adopted as well yeah. we're, we're, go on don't upset oh, me
4: sorry to say i'm, I'm a L- londoner okay becky you were safe
3: <laughs> <laughs> back to team yorkshire
4: yeah, <laughs> team yorkshire. yeah. But I oh was, dear i was lucky enough to marry um new York royalty
1: <laughs> there you go then. <laughs>
4: that's
1: nice, that's sweet that, isn't it? I was lucky enough to marry, so that's what she told me. <laughs> um one more time because we've got about a minute left. Um again, please, Becky. The where, the why, the what, the who.
3: Okay, so anytime, anywhere, anyone, um we'll be down at Parkrun, switch that's at Scons and Devon Park at nine o'clock um on Saturday morning for anybody who just wants to say hello to us.
1: Devon,
3: Devon, All right, sorry, not local.
1: You can can take the girl out of Yorkshire. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody (laughs) father. You can't take Yorkshire out of the girl. Um, For the ones that's listening in stereo, she actually meant Devon (laughs) Park. And every strider now will call it (laughs) Devon Park when she's... (laughs) We should
3: accomplish.
1: But if you've heard us joking about, because that's the way we do it, it's a very serious subject, but we don't... We're not very good at doing serious, and we like to laugh. Go and talk to them. If you're lonely, if you feel you need to talk, just go down, talk to one of these guys and girls, because that's what they want to do. If you don't want to contact them, contact Tony, contact myself. Everybody knows who we are, and we'll have a word for you. We're going to keep coming back to this with the Striders, all year and i know other shows on radio network are doing the same as, as um as well please 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 don't be lonely if you've got a problem you know what he'd say it's good to talk
0: we-